Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher trade in the grain markets on Thursday morning. As of the 745 pause in trading, July corn futures up one and three quarters at 325 and three quarters. July soybeans up three at 860 and a half. July Chicago wheat up six and a quarter at 518 and a quarter. July Kansas City wheat up six and a quarter at 464. July spring wheat up four at 524 and a quarter. USDA released their weekly export sales report at 730 this morning. Corn sales just okay, 638 for old crop, uh, next to nothing, 28,000 for next year. Soybean sales, 495 for old crop, 607 for new crop. That's not uh, bad at all. Wheat sales, 180 and uh, 437. So export sales, okay. Uh, maybe soybeans, we can say we're, we're pretty good here this morning. Update on the ethanol situation. U.S. ethanol production improved for a fifth consecutive week. Daily output of 765,000 barrels uh, was up 5.7% on the week, but still below levels seen last year by 27%. So despite a uh, slow but steady recovery, we are still well below normal. Um, We're grinding corn at what I guess you could say... um, uh, 27% below last year's pace. So we've got a lot of uh, uh, room for improvement here. Ethanol stocks declined for a sixth sixth consecutive week. Um, we are down. We were down 3% on the week and actually below the uh, levels versus the same week last year by just a half a percentage point or so. So ethanol stocks have returned to pre-virus levels. And for the moment, demand for ethanol is outpacing production. U.S. gasoline usage improved by about 4% on the week. We're still running 20% below levels seen year, a year ago, but uh, gasoline demand has improved 49% from the low posted in early April. So we're seeing improvement here, um, people driving more, um, ethanol stocks being drawn down. We just need to see that push in terms of ethanol production. That would be uh, very, very helpful. China may have bought some more U.S. soybeans yesterday. USDA reported sales of 186,000. That's about 7 million bushels of soybeans to unknown destinations. A lot of people assuming that this may be China given their recent purchases. So we've seen some demand improvement here in beans. That has helped push soybean futures to three-week highs. Um, Maybe on the same note, Brazilian soybean exports have been extraordinarily strong. Uh, They shipped 15.5 million metric tons of beans in May. That's an increase of 25%. um, uh, versus any high for that month uh, over the last several years. Exports in April were 16.3 million metric tons. That was the highest for any month on record. So since February, uh, soybean exports out of Brazil are up 44% on the year. That leads some analysts to believe that uh, we may have a nice window here for U.S. exporters a little bit sooner than in a typical year, assuming that Brazil is, has exported um, you know, a lot more than normal. And yeah, they had a big crop, but it, it wasn't 40% above last year. So so um, they could, their supplies could become exhausted a little bit sooner than normal, and perhaps that bodes well for uh, new crop soybean demand out of the U.S. in particular. The uh, corn market uh, still struggling here. We're coming up on the 50-day moving average, and in these in this uh, July corn, I suppose if you break out above that, maybe that's a positive. I would really like to see the July futures trade above 331. That's where we topped last week. Um, ethanol is improving. The improvement is slow. Uh, you need to see better activity there. The U.S. crop's off to a good start. You've got all the potential in the world here. You need weather to cooperate, obviously, the next uh, couple of months. But uh, the weather, mostly non-threatening. We've got some cooler temperatures actually going to come in about this time next week after a, a trend of above normal temperatures. The wheat market has been kind of a, I'd call it a sloppy kind of directionless trade. We're higher here this morning, but these winter wheat contracts still well removed from their April highs. You've got a weaker U.S. dollar, although it is a little bit higher this 
morning. Um, you've got a forthcoming U.S. harvest and lackluster export demand. Um, so we're just we're trading some bigger ranges here, but but still, I can't really identify a trend. I mean, I guess you could argue maybe it's been lower since mid-April, but um, more more of a sideways kind of sloppy action here. Cattle market uh, finished higher yesterday uh, in the August contract. Uh, we did see some kind of scattered cash trade so far this week, uh, 113 to 118 earlier this week. And then on the um, the uh, uh, online exchange, I think 110 and, 110 and a half was traded. So kind of a, a sloppy cash trade. The future still well below cash. June futures 95.45 was yesterday's settlement. Um, ahead of the cash open, the Dow is down 115 points. The S&P is down about 17. Now, the stock market, the, the S&P 500 posted uh, new highs for this move uh, yesterday on a closing basis, and, and we've given back a little bit here this morning. We, we had been higher at one point uh, earlier this morning. The bonds are close to unchanged. U.S. dollar is up a little bit. Crude oil is down about 60 cents in the July WTI contract, 36.71 last trade there. Uh, the gold's up 17 bucks. Silver up a little bit as well. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan, take a look at my subscription service. If you would like to know when and how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, sign up for that deal. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. It's billed to your credit card automatically every month, and, and you can cancel it any time. It includes my morning email. It includes grain marketing alerts uh, via text message. And uh, if you ever have any questions, uh, just get a hold of me. Info at standardgrain.com. That's my email address. Go straight to my desk. Everyone have a wonderful day today. I'll talk to you Friday morning.